0: Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep-dive everything Vanderpump Rules.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Holly Borges.
0: I'm Sarah C. Welcome back.
1: Oh my gosh! What a doozy of an episode.
0: That was crazy.
1: I can't wait to talk about every little thing.
0: Oh, all right. Had to decompress a little bit.
1: Me too. I I did too. I like needed to eat a little bit and just like sit there with my feelings and decide how like where where I stand on this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, well, first, I listened to a couple podcasts today, and Kristen Doty once again doubled down and said, no, I will never, ever be on Vanderpump Rules. That, this was a one-off thing. I will never be on that show. Huh. So there's right. that.
1: Because she's going to be on the Valley.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so and maybe Lisa has nothing to do with the Valley. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it is strange how she's doubling down with the Lisa stuff, too, because you would think that's not a smart move, but they've done it for years, so.
0: Yeah. And then Lala's podcast was kind of interesting today, too. She was talking about the scene last week with her and Ariana about the barbecue and Sandoval, you know, um, Ariana going, no, I'm not doing this, Tom, get over here. I guess what had happened before that moment and also why Lala explains why she didn't tell her more stuff, like more of her suspicions, more of her theories or evidence, sightings, that sort of thing. Cause she said she went to tell her this part, um, because a couple things happened. She was at the barbecue, obviously standing next to Sandoval when, um, she saw Sandoval hug Jason goodbye. Mm-hmm. So he was not in the bathroom. She did confirm it is Jason, the drummer.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. And then um, she said earlier, her mom had been running around chasing ocean around, and, Sa- and she was around Sandoval. He was on the phone with Ariana, and she could hear Ariana yelling through the phone, and Sandoval just kept hanging up on her. And then he'd, like, call back and say, like, he had bad reception and stuff, but he kept doing it. Um, So, Lala's mom had told Le- um, Lala... You know, obviously how upset she was and wanting him to come back and stuff, but he just, uh, you know what I mean? It's like, Ariana kind of like downplayed that. It's like, it gave me the feeling, well, let me finish what Lala said. So then she said when they were filming the scene and Lala wanted to bring this stuff up to her, Ariana kept shutting it down, saying, no, I'm not going to do this. I am not filming this and had like a meltdown. And... Lal had to like go sit down in a booth and wait while production tried to like convince Ariana to like do it. And she said, uh, judging by her reaction, just for me even bringing this much up, I knew at that point I couldn't bring up anything else. Hmm. So uh, part of me feels like, um, like she's worrying too much about, you know, and she says that herself in her own confessional, like, you know, everyone's going to be, whispering about us or Tom you made me look stupid you made me look like an idiot it's like she wasn't mad at him for the like flat-out lies she caught him in like lies she wasn't mad about that she was mad about looking stupid or people knowing I'm like that's you're redirecting your anger girl which
1: which has been a theme that I feel like has been whispered throughout the years of how they kind of like led their lives. So to me that makes me just like super suspicious of, yeah, that she's the, the facade was falling apart and she was trying to hold it together. And while doing that, you know, missed some of this stuff that was just crazy.
0: Well, I think it's, you know, you pointed out early on when, and this is way before Scandal broke. I mean, obviously a month before because it was not way before. But, you know, one of the first episodes when she's like, wow, you're really ripped. Like it was a surprise. And mm-hmm. I'm like, "You, it's your partner. You share a bed. You share a bathroom. Like you haven't seen his body in a while. So like you picked up on that. In this episode, we hear Schwartz going, yeah, they're like roommates. And that like triggered me back to Jack's going, they're nothing but glorified roommates. I was like, oh, wow. And then, you know, we've always kind of talked about, like, the Logan aspect of it, obviously not a romantic relationship, but just the amount of time. And, like, you just always see them, like, posting in bed together, watching TV, and you know nothing romantic or sexually, obviously, but um, just the time. I was thinking about, you know, what if I came over to your house, like, every night, and we just, like, w- watched Bravo in a separate room, and, like, you like every night like when chad get annoyed with me like the resentment would start to build you know Hmm. so clearly that was spot on too because sandoval brings that up that you know he does resent that a little bit yeah and i think that's normal i think anybody would
1: and they both they both brought up points that we've all witnessed you know um a Sandoval giving a lot of his time and energy to other people. And then the way Ariana lights up when she's with her people. So it's definitely things that I feel like anyone who pays attention has noticed when they're out and about. And so, yeah, it's so,
0: yeah, just to make it clear to everyone listening, this is not, we are not inferring Ariana knew about Tom and Raquel. Absolutely not. That's not what we're saying. It's just saying I feel like their relationship has been on a disconnect for quite some time. And honestly, it's like some of the worst, the things you think are the worst end up being the best thing for you because she is so loyal and committed that she would have probably just kept trudging along defending him for her own, like worse for wary or whatever. Instead she's broken free and she's thriving. So as much as this hurt, Like she's awakened now and doesn't have to defend or um, be in denial or not look for things that are right there. You know, it's just...
1: Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure she it's, felt- it's, it's it's like when you break up with someone and like someone makes a comment to you, like, "Oh, I never liked him anyways." Like, I'm so glad that like that you broke up, and it's like you're still hurting and it still sucks. And sometimes it sucks even when people make that comment because it's like, "Well, like I cared about him, like I didn't." Yeah. You, like it, it's like, but yes, yeah. yeah, so watching from the outside like we are and seeing just already the difference in Ariana, it's hard to not almost. I'm not celebrating this, but I'm definitely like, screw you, Sandoval. Like, then move You know, it's like, get yeah. out of the way then,
0: brah. I wish he would have just broken up with her and she would have been heartbroken and devastated, but not like this.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: But yeah, I, I feel like it's the best thing. I mean, obviously we know it's the best thing for them, but even without Sandoval, it just, we, you know, I think we've all noticed. Like, he's just, he's getting out of control and her light's, He's suppressing her light and no more. Yeah. All right. So we start off with.
1: Wait, wait, wait. We also have to address something else. Like I, I only got to listen to a little bit of Lala's podcast. But um, even the title of it is called it's called like the re-edit of it all.
0: and. Oh, that's right.
1: And she addresses the, like, she's like, you guys, I have to tell you something. Like, I misspoke. I, you know, I I spoke too soon because some of the episode was re-edited. I don't always know because I don't always get to see everything. Um, And I, so that's interesting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the last few episodes.
1: Yeah. And i'm glad I'm actually glad that someone like manned up and and decided to say that because it's it's too much of them pushing that storyline if it's not a storyline you know what i mean like they're they're try they're creating this story, and I understand that's what she was saying like they have to make it make sense um but I, I don't know, yeah.
0: I mean, people are saying all sorts of things. We got an email today about an interview Sheena did um, in Toronto, I guess. But one of the – it was, like, written out for us. It was, like, from the actual station or whoever did the interview. But it said, you know, quoted Sheena, like, well, I had my strong suspicions, like, a month before or, like, in January. And I, and I vocalized them to her or vocalized them. Something like that. So –
1: Yeah, yeah, that. um, When I read that, I was like, "Oh, dude, people are changing their tune so quick." And I think it's because we all feel a certain way. Like watching, we're invested. We we want to. We're you know, there's Team Ariana. There's all this stuff, and like, we want to feel. No one wants to feel like they were duped, you know. And I don't. You know, I'm not saying that's what happened, but I think that they're backpedaling. To kind of explain the timeline and all of this, because if it isn't the way that we've like thought that it is, like we're all going to feel super disappointed and angry. And so I think by them slightly backpedaling, they're definitely protecting themselves.
0: Yeah. Well, then there we have it. So, should we get into the episode? Yes. We have. Diamonds meeting velvet to replace Rosé. We've got we've got all these things they call bluebirds, just these little filler scenes to set the stage, warm us up, wet our palette. Then we have something about her. We're meeting Penny, and they're discussing the different sandwiches. Um, and that's when Ariana and Katie talk about Lala and the barbecue, and Ariana's like, I was fine with what Tom did. Like, were you, though? Like, how can you be fine? He lied to you. Like, you you caught him in several different lies.
1: Yeah, um, I I felt like what she was saying, and I get this, too. Like, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's ever been a time where this has happened to me. But I feel like I've, like, witnessed this happen to other people where – Like, people will become fixated on, like, uh, something that happens in your relationship. And they're like, well, what about this? And it's like, actually, it just, like, wasn't a big deal to me. Like, I felt like that's what she was trying to say. But it did. It felt weird.
0: Well, and it sounds like it was a big deal because they heard her yelling at him on the phone. Yeah. So it was a big deal. You just don't want anyone to know it. I don't know. I mean, she could. What could have been. Yelling that Lawless' mom her, could have been crying or sobbing too, like her grief. Yeah. Well, anyways. Um. Anything else that Katie said there that we need to address, or?
1: Um. Let's see. No, I. I was just like, it was just interesting to see them getting ready for the sandwich. You know, um, thing. It's such a difference watching them collab on how they're gonna handle something versus watching the toms like they're they're able to like clearly figure out what their game plan is they have to clean the kitchen they have to get the sandwiches ready they called someone in it's just so much already so much more organized than the boys
0: and, and they clean the kitchen pretty fast because wasn't like the party the next day and my yeah. kitchen looked like the kitchen looked like schwartz's apartment
1: <laughs> yeah it's very cluttered very like a lot of stuff would have to be like moved out and yeah
0: yeah, I do think they could have done a, a little bit more like, put in a couple high top cocktail tables. Those are very easy to like, you know. You could have borrowed them, I'm sure, um, or just purchased them at IKEA. I had a couple tables, or or little plates. Did you see when Lisa was taking a bite? Like it was like slopping out of the sandwich onto the floor. Yes. And I thought it's probably dripping too, so it drip on someone's clothes. Yeah. But I guess we can talk about that later when they have the party. Yeah. So. Then we go over to Charlie and Raquel shopping and the seven hundred and eighty dollar lightning bolt gold diamond necklace, which I think is totally reasonable. When, as what does Lala call it, a nineteen ninety eight Jetta and a subletted studio apartment, you have, of course you should buy this eight hundred dollar necklace. That's a lightning bolt. It's not even like a classic staple, you know, like your standard pearl necklace. Is, or, that,
1: is that what Lala said?
0: She said that before, yeah.
1: Oh, jeez, that's rich <laughs> coming from her. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's crazy. the The whole scene, like, I, I I was like just speechless through that whole scene. Like, it's it's so set up and so Scandavall-ish that it's just beyond.
0: She's like, yeah, I'm not invited to this something about her, but I'm working at or I'll be at Sir. And Charlie's like, Well, who wants to go to a like two by four building anyways? And I'm like, Well, she's not wrong. It is like really small. It looks big on the on the show. Well, and
1: it's funny or- too. Like Lala brought up, you know, she's like, a lot of this stuff was like no big deal when we were filming. Like it was like on the. Editing floor for like they're not gonna use it. It was a boring scene. So this had to be another this is a was a freaking Boring scene without scandable. Like no one cares that she's buying a lightning necklace. It's weight. It's it's just dumb. It's not like a housewife moment where it's like you're you know like we're all kind of like we're all shopping with her and we're experiencing like her tr- like get these luxury items. It was it it felt out of place, dumb, and I I don't even know.
0: Yeah, totally. So. Um, I got a text from Julia. I hope Barstow Charlie doesn't didn't know anything and is only acting like this for airtime. I'm like, <laughs> no, she didn't know anything, and also no, she doesn't give a.
1: Sh-. And no one knew anything, Julia. No one, not <laughs> one person knew anything. No producers and no cast members, so we don't have to worry about that.
0: <laughs> no one knew. Uh, I told her, and air- Charlie doesn't give a shit about airtime either. <laughs> Just saying. Um, Schwartz and Sandy's. Oh, dude, every time I walk in here, it's like this optical illusion. It's like, is it though? It's just a restaurant. You know, it's like, it's not like, where's that place made your birthday with like the crazy desserts? It's not like. Oh my God, that place was so freaking cool.
1: Um, yeah. I, like,. I think like my impression of it has like significantly gone down because I'm so annoyed with both of the Toms right now. But in the moment, like I it was when we finally walked in and after hearing them go on and on about how hard it is to open and all of the the design choices they made I was like, I was proud of them. I was like, wow. Like, they did cut, like, it's not Lisa's style. It's something. I don't know what you would call I just, like,
0: it. Everything was, like, overbuilt up. He's like, dude, it's the only place in LA you can see a starry night. And it's like, it was just like galaxy lights over one booth. Okay. It was, like, dumb. You could put that on your kid's bunk bed. And then, like, that. And then we have, like, a James Terrell, like, mural on the ceiling or artwork on the ceiling and i'm like nobody even notices that they have to point it out to everyone and it's like is it really that cool and then like that mirror in the bathroom cool that everyone takes selfies and that's also everywhere that's in my freaking casino okay (laughs) so yeah i don't
1: know it's not like you got ronnie one for her birthday (laughs) you know what (laughs) i'm literally sitting in her room right now with like staring at myself and i love this thing is so
0: fun I just think that, like, I'm over TomTom and all of that. But, like, aesthetically, if you walk in, it's like, I hadn't seen anything like that before.
1: It's stunning.
0: You know, it's just so interesting. They're just like, wow, look at all these things to look at. It's like, ding, ding, it's probably too much. Just like Sir was the first time. You're like, whoa, what's going yeah. on?
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like if you, like, if someone was coming, like, let's say one of our listeners was like, Holly and Sarah, like, take us somewhere that's, like, going to, you know, knock our socks off. Um, I would immediately take them to Tom Tom because I feel like it's the best on the block, and it's so it's like such an experience. It's still it's like fresh. It's like in the moment. Um, and then I would walk over to Sir, show them the alley. But I don't know that I would like Uber over to Schwartz and Sandy's. I feel like I could probably yeah. describe to them how it is and. Like yeah. it's it's just not worth it for like the neon sign outside and then to see the starry night ceiling and go into the bathroom. I don't know if it's worth it. No. That's so, not. so and and now with um having something about her on that block, I really think people are going to be fulfilled staying there and like vibing around that area and it's going to be hard to pull people over.
0: Yeah. And also that's where like people hang out too. So they'll go to the Abbey. They'll go to Motherlode. They'll go to Rocco's. They'll go to, you know what I mean? Like,
1: and like, there's just something so electric, like in that, that block, that Robertson's Santa Monica Boulevard block, where it's like, it has nothing to do with like Lisa and her restaurants or anything like that. It's the feeling in that city and like in that area, like it's, you don't, you don't get that over in the other area at all.
0: Yeah, so so they talk about having their what is this going to be the third or the fourth fake party again for to taste the new menu? It's like
1: when they said know. that I I rolled my <laughs> eyes like I remember Sarah and I like when we were watching social media of kind of the summer of what was going on. We were watching very closely to see when we could get into Schwartz and Sandys to report to you guys like ha- what was going to happen, and when we kept seeing these like little cast like tastings and filmings like it was insane i believe this one coming up is the one that i brought the girls to that we drove by when that was happening i'm pretty sure that's when i was there okay yeah it was like the eighth tasting
0: (laughs) (laughs) so sandoval's talking to schwartz and he's like dude i just want to like go away somewhere with ariana
1: (gasps) Okay, I...
0: It's like, so you didn't break up with her.
1: <laughs> I Okay, what interview was it where he said that Ariana was looking up vacation spots for them, and he had this gut feeling where he was like, I don't want to go on vacation with her. Like, he had anxiety because he didn't want to go, and she was trying to plan these trips for them, and he was like, ugh, I don't want to go. Do you remember that? It was on... It was either yeah. on Howie... Or wherever else he has spoken, because yeah. I swear he said that. So when he made that comment on this episode, I was like, "You little lying bia," because he he literally yeah. shit talked that. Like yeah. you, you don't want to go anywhere with her, dude. You're such a liar.
0: And even in his like later on in the scene and confessionally he's like, "I love you." He's like, "This is the best relationship of my life," and blah blah. blah. It's like all of these things you're saying right now are not indicative of what you said on Howie that you tried to break up with her a year prior and then again last summer. And that like, it's like the mathing isn't mathing.
1: So not to jump ahead, but I got like this very weird feeling tonight th- for the first time. And you guys, I've started the timeline and you're going to die when when you see it all laid out. Like it is, the things that have happened from before, like I guess, starting around August, it's even before that. Even like when they met, how long they've been dating, um, Raquel breaking up with James, you know, calling off the engagement, when they made their statement, when like all of these things, like it is the biggest mess I've ever seen in my entire life. Like it's crazy. But I got to thinking, I was like, because we've heard a rumor about on the reunion that Sandoval and Raquel are going to do their best to rewrite the timeline and to convince us that it's not what we think that it is. And everyone's like rolling their eyes and, you know, they say it's not true. But I was thinking, what if it, what if it possibly, if we have the timeline wrong of that nothing maybe happened on August 5th? like what if it was moved forward a little bit and it happened later than we think i know then that would like discount coachella and it would discount like all the these things that we know about but mm-hmm. i was just i was i'm just i have to still finish the timeline and look but i'm just wondering if it's possibly off a little bit
0: but some of them do match up like cuz you can map it up with ariana's trip to florida which we know those dates right you know um, and that's like one of them was the time was that when she slept over because Ariana was in Florida.
1: But let's just say like giving them the benefit of the doubt. What if nothing happened then? What if it was like super emotional then? And like nothing actually happened. I don't know. I'm just like I'm just throwing it out there as like another possibility um, that like the timeline is off a little bit because. I don't know. We'll continue in the episode, but I don't know starting to have some doubts.
0: (laughs) You think they're going to say they just, like, had an emotional affair and then, like, consummated it, like, recently?
1: I'm I'm trying, I guess I... She's going
0: to go to St. Louis for Christmas and they haven't consummated?
1: I mean, like, haven't other people traveled with, quote-unquote, friends before?
0: Not like that.
1: Mm, I don't know.
0: Um... So, like, mm-hmm. Sheena's gonna be with her family for Christmas. So, Brock's gonna go home to Arizona with Raquel. Like, that doesn't—that's weird.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just I—I I don't know, I don't know. <laughs>
0: okay. Theorizing—that's yeah. what we're—it's all brainstorming. It all, you know, we got to put those ideas out there and.
1: We, I mean, we have to talk it through. We have to, through. yeah, we have to like yeah. feel it out, see. I—I I, I don't know. I guess. the hardest time I'm having is with this scene with Raquel tonight and her her, like literally looking Ariana in the face and like saying the things that she did like that. It's one of the most wild things I've ever seen. Like I, I just, that's. I I
0: can see it a hundred percent. You should see it from being a soap opera fan. Like that's what you do is you, you try and get in the head of that woman and like befriend like I've seen many lifetime movies of this where you befriend the the wife so you can like either find out more information or intel so you can figure out is he lying to me or is he lying to her or you can manipulate and try and get him to break up or you can influence or you know the like the stuff she's doing with Schwartz I agree with Katie that I think she kept playing around with Schwartz like the little innuendos about kissing or making out or can I be your date? to flirt with him in front of Sandoval to try and get Sandoval to be jealous. And it did work because then Sandoval had to tell Schwartz so that Schwartz wouldn't pursue, not that he was going to anyways, but you know what I mean? Like Sandoval showed his jealousy side too with the Peter thing. So I think she was, doing the flirting to make Sandoval like light a fire under his ass, basically. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, So I think she's
0: doing the same thing to Ariana, is trying to suss it out and be like, are they on the same page? Is he really telling me that, like, it's over? Or, I don't know. I think she was fishing.
1: Yeah, I I think she was too. But it's, yeah, it was just, it was like, it's just crazy to like, see it caught on film and to like, watch it. It's just like, oh my God.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would hope that it would be like what you're saying because how could someone be so horrible? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like how could you be that out of a person to and be? And
1: that and then like also get emotional about it and like speak yeah. about your own life and like act like you're an empathetic person and then like just
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but- it's just it's crazy.
0: But we can see, like, every time, usually when you the, when you call yourself something, it means, like, you're not. Like, I'm a really empathetic person. It's like, well, actions, not words. And it's like she said that to Katie, and then they flashback showing her laughing and giggling um, about for bread and fruit. So that shows intent and being like, <laughs> Katie hates me anyway, so who cares? I don't care what she thinks. And it's like, that's not being empathetic. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, like... They always I, say well, when I, a person feel, says, Yeah, I feel like you. she
1: came out saying that because that's what Katie had ended her argument with in the other room. And so the producers probably said, get out there and say that you're empathetic right now. So she like, it was like the first thing she said, Katie, I want to let you know that I am empathetic. You know, like it was yeah. like very.
0: Yeah. Production in her it, ear.
1: It was very like classic reality TV moment where you know the person goes and interrupts and is the person's obviously already heated and yeah it was just
0: yeah classic
1: but again not something i would expect from little meek raquel how she, like what she pretends to be i am seeing like a huge i i can tell that sandoval's coaching her like she's never like she, she the balls on her in this episode was like crazy i mean crazy.
0: That's the thing. How we've known her all of this time, I would never think that it would be true if we hadn't seen all of these little footage, like past footage clips of, and even in the trailer of her laughing or of her like staring Katie right in the eye or Lala right in the eye. It's a Good thing you don't have a man or I don't care what you think. Like, if we hadn't seen those glimpses of her, which we hadn't before. I don't know that I, I would be able to believe she'd be capable of any of this. But seeing some of that, like, bone-chilling, icy mannerisms she, she's she been portraying lately, it's just shocking. I mean, she's, it's act- shocking. she's
1: acting like Lala and Katie. She's, like, literally mirroring their behavior. So it's... Yeah. And that is shocking. It really... For her, it is shocking. Yeah. The things, like, that they throw at her this episode, too, are gnarly. So it's... The whole yeah. thing is just, like, dude... Okay, let's keep going.
0: So, finishing up, um, yeah, Schwartz is like, uh, oh, I feel like they've been disconnected. They they don't even acknowledge each other. They're like roommates. And he's telling him like, dude, don't procrastinate. Fix it now. Don't be like Mr. Eventually like me. I mean, uh, all good advice. But what Sandoval's th- like, yeah. she doesn't even, like, buy toilet paper or, or batteries. And I'm like, dude, do you know how those got here? It's like...
1: Paper, towels, and toilet paper.
0: Like, I. It's gotten to that point, they're done.
1: I will admit that, like, those are chores that, like, I take care of. And so, like, I I get how that would bother Sandoval (laughs) because it's like, yeah, like, Chad, how do you think it gets here? Like, I have to think of it and know when we're out.
0: (laughs) But that's, like, when you're to the point of, like, bringing up, you know, every minute that you're done. It's over. Yes,
1: totally. And I, I also feel like I want to do a count, but I feel like Sandoval brought up at least three times that he and Ariana have been together for nine years. He said it over and over. And he said
0: almost a decade at one. he said that, too.
1: Yeah. So it was like, OK, like, why do you keep telling us this? Like, we get it, dude.
0: One thing he did keep also saying over and over again, and I, I'd almost give him a little bit of credit for this is. You know, here he's saying, you know, she never backs me up or, or, well, she does back him up, but he's like, but she's never ever once said, you're right, Tom. Um, And so even when he does like talk to her in this upcoming scene at their house and like breaks down, he's like, I feel like you snap at me or you're annoyed with me. And then she like kind of debates him. And I'm like, oh, you are like, like, these are his feelings. He's sharing. This is how he feels. And you're kind of like telling him he's wrong it's like you can't tell someone their feelings are wrong
1: yeah can i say i felt that too in this but even i also felt triggered for ariana like she's excited she's like telling him about something about her that they're doing this tasting and he, and she's like you know our logo is going to be on the um the sandwich paper and he's like you have a logo already like let me see it And then she shows it.
0: They are disconnected.
1: Yeah. She shows it to him and he's like, do you like, do you need my help? Like, would you like to ask me for any help? And she's like, "Mm, like, I don't know. Like, it it was like, it triggered me in. You feel
0: devalued.
1: In the way of like he always kind of has to like act like he's above her and that he has more experience with something like like just like give her the space to be like that's amazing like I love your logo I'm so excited for you guys to be doing this tasting like just I feel like as a partner sometimes you need to just hold space for your partner to like go through their experience and I think that he's like really horrible at that and that he gets so excited it's like his personality where he has to take over give advice and then be like let me just come in as like co-sandwich maker you know it's like no dude like like you like you have your bar like let her have this you have the band like just say awesome and like be quiet and listen to her yeah i don't know
0: no brilliant point So so then he brings up, yeah, like you belittle me in front of everyone and it hurts my feelings. And it's like, yeah, we have seen that, but also it's because of what he's doing. You know, he's yelling, he's getting in, just like what he did tonight. He got in the middle of it and he was belittling Katie and lecturing Katie. It's like, Sandoval, you got no part of this. This is between Katie and Schwartz and Raquel, not you, Butt out, go comfort your sobbing girlfriend, you know? So when, when Ariana does snap at him or belittle him. It's because he's a child, and he needs to be scolded.
1: I almost feel like you could possibly, like, compare it to, like, when James loses his shit, and it's, like, embarrassing for his, like, it was embarrassing for Raquel, it was, it's embarrassing for Ali, like, how many times did Raquel get pulled aside, and, like, they were like, it's not okay the way that he's texting you, or that he's talking to you, like, you need to do something about this. Um, and, and the way
0: Allie speaks to James, she doesn't belittle him, but she calls him out. And, you know, like Ariana does.
1: Well, and James is always like, check, he's like, are you mad at me? Like, what's going on? And she's like, I'm just like, your behavior is like, not cool. Like, you know, she just, I don't think she ever like, seeks him out to like, yell at him. But he always like, comes to check in with her. And then she'll like, let it go. But yeah, I don't, I don't know about like this. Um, I thought there conversation was was good you know they're saying that there's like a disconnect and it was like very interesting to watch because like you said ariana did kind of she didn't take it as well as i thought she would like she like just like i was saying that tom should give her space about the logo and celebrating her sandwich shop she should give him that same space when he's like trying to express his feelings like
0: how he feels yeah and she was debating him on it it you know she's how you feel
1: but then it also made me sad when when she was like describing like how she likes to spend quality time which she you know was talking about she enjoys making dinner or watching a show with him or going for a walk and he was like well that might not be how I like to enjoy my time and she's like you know then it's like he basically
0: debated her right back yes that's not the definition of quality time and she did you see her pull out her phone she started looking it up but uh, it, it's like, well, there is no definition. It's Everyone has their own definition. And when you're in a partnership, you compromise. So maybe you go hang gliding. And then the next day you make dinner. And that, I'm like, how many times can you take shrooms? Like, you can't. That's not sustainable to do every day. <laughs> like, I, every
1: I was week. also disappointed about the, like, sex four times a year. It's like, it's just, like, too many details shared. You know, it's like, okay, like, they're really letting us in now to see... You know what's going on and she explained that like she can't have sex with a stranger that she needs that emotional connection to be with her partner and not to jump ahead but raquel like later asked her about that and like they did used to have that so something has changed and i feel like that's completely normal when you've been in a nine-year relationship that things you know you're he, every, they've been it's been a crazy summer everyone has said that ariana's gone through things tom has gone through things so like at this point i wasn't like so concerned when they were having this conversation i was like okay we're talking it through i don't know
0: yeah but guess, like, did you like expecting did, he's like he's going backwards in time like she's maybe a little too like she's acting like she's 60 and he's acting like she's he's 20 you know yes. what i mean like they need to compromise and like go for a walk and then go out drinking the next night and i then feel the next night, yeah dinner. and
1: that <laughs> does show a big disconnect because i feel like that's kind of a mountain that he has put his foot up on like i like to be outside and do things and she likes to stay in bed you know and it's like you like you just said you can do both and you can appreciate that each person likes to do that like cool. Like if that is Ariana's pastime or her, her thing she likes to do, awesome. If that's what Sandoval likes to do, cool. Like they absolutely can still do that and be in a healthy relationship.
0: I was a little confused about the karaoke thing though, because like Tom loves karaoke. In fact, we've got shout out to you, Jessica, like someone that's done karaoke with both of them and has said like, He's a microphone hog. Like he gets a little jealous when anytime anyone else is up there too long or people request other people, he gets a little like jealous. And like they they've done it together. He says, "You like to go out and do karaoke with Logan." It's like they used well, to Tom, go, why don't you go with?
1: They used to do karaoke like twice a week. Like yeah. they're go back on Reddit. There's they went, that's
0: what yes. they did. And so she still does that. So Tom, why do you you're making your sound like she's like I just saw Willy Wonka in the theater. They had like a special showing. She's making—he's making Ariana seem like the four grandparents that share the bed. You know, it's like she still goes out a lot. You know, yeah. It's not feasible to go out every night, especially when you're trying to open a business. And maybe that's why theirs is moving along a lot at a faster. Well, pace. and
1: maybe Sandoval hasn't been available to go do karaoke where Ariana wants to because he literally does karaoke with his cover band. Like, he's yeah. probably a little tapped out.
0: Yeah. I like when she said, I mean, you're always off peacocking, and then you come over, and I, what, I get the leftovers? Peacocking. That is I, like, that's so good. so
1: Sandoval, too. Now, when he listed some of the things that he wanted to do, this was another moment where I got complete chills, because... I feel like 100% it sounded like things that he has already mentioned him and Raquel have done. Um, I'm absolutely going to deep dive like the parasailing thing or whatever because I guarantee you they've done it. Um, The skinny dipping together, watch the sunrise, take mushrooms together. It's very much what we've seen in their like kind of love story after the fact.
0: How about the? We didn't even get a picture together at Sheena's wedding. And it's like, Yeah, because you are M.I.A. half the time running off with Raquel. (gasps) Dick.
1: And he's all, you don't think I like Beyonce? (laughs) And then he he also doesn't have time to watch 50 episodes of Love Island. He doesn't have time to do what she wants to do.
0: Find another show you guys like. Yeah. I mean, they're into that sci-fi stuff. They always throw their parties with those, like, you know yeah things i don't know all right so um
1: what is um the war on drugs
0: (laughs) at first i assumed it'd be like what i would be watching like a narcos or you know like literally the war on drugs like like a a dateline special (laughs) yeah but then i'm like you know it's probably like a a band (laughs) oh my gosh it's probably it's probably an album we should Google right now.
1: Yeah, I'm Googling.
0: Okay, you're faster Googler. You know, maybe it's like an emo band or something. Jamie, could you help us out?
1: Yeah. I what? mean, it looks like there is something on the History Channel, and there also is a group. So anyone, yeah, you guys let us know. Is oh, it's like... a rock
0: band. Yeah, but it looks
1: like there's other stuff, too. <laughs>
0: Release date, 2021. I'm going to go with they're talking about the band, not the documentaries. Okay. <laughs> oh. I,
1: but Yeah, yeah. I, but yeah, it threw me off because she was like, I, and we could go watch like the war on drugs. And I was like, oh, like they're going to like make dinner and then like watch a little documentary or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, but then she was like talking like, or like it was on in the background. And she's like, you know, we'd put music on or have like the war on drugs on and make dinner. So it could have been like, you know, date lines are on in the background or the music's on in the background. I don't know. Yeah. It's funny though. All right. So over to saw, we've got Ali, Ali, Ali and James, James wants Ali to spend more time with LVP. So that, you know, she can get to know her and then get to go to dinner. So at Villa Rosa, I liked how Allie kind of stepped to LVP. Did you catch that moment? Yes. Like, props, Allie. I don't he- know how well Lisa liked that.
1: Um, I'm assuming, like, Lisa and the producers love Allie because the screen time she's gotten this season has been just amazing. True. So I-, I think she's definitely, th- they're into so, it.
0: If any of you guys missed it, you know, um, Lisa was like, Oh, you're going with him to the music festival uh, to keep an eye on him, no doubt. And she's like, no, actually, I'm going to support him. <laughs> like, yes. And, I, then, and she shut Lisa down. She was.
1: Like, I like that she said that, though, because like that was like shitty to insinuate that. Right. It was just like, like it's like borderline disrespectful.
0: And also like, oh, he's a naughty boy. Like, maybe James needs to keep an eye on Allie.
1: Yeah. Like, Like, better keep a tight chain on him. It's like, okay, Lisa.
0: You'll lose him. It's like, maybe he'll lose her. Yeah, yeah. So, James says he agrees to go to therapy. And once again, in true James fashion, just as you love him, he'll throw out, you know, like a fat comment. Or in this case, he's like... Look, look, you know, in the movies, people that go to therapy, their life's in shambles. Look at me. Look at my life. You think I'm in shambles. He's like, come on. Look at your life. Look at my life. Like, he manages to single-handedly insult everyone that's ever been to therapy. And yeah, Um uh, somehow a, does it with a smile.
1: Yeah, a big, I feel like a big foreshadowing moment or just a nice moment for like, us viewers, was Ali kind of stopped his little monologue about how his, you know, his life or whatever. She interrupted that by saying, um, you know, like, you could go to therapy, they can talk about childhood trauma, they could talk about, you know, and he's like, childhood trauma, I don't have that. And it's like,
0: Ugh. he's it- literally talked about it. He talked about just Recently, too, about Andros and like what kind of father he was. And he would like not talk to him or tell him he wasn't fun, but then want to make him drink and then bring him to a beat. Like, he talked about that. And then he talked about being bullied on the yeah. playground where like the kids broke his legs. And Abs- shit.
1: Yeah, he has absolutely had childhood trauma. And so that yeah. was, I, I just like, and I feel like Allie handled that really well, too, because she just sat there. She was like, hmm, like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I guess they'll deal with that in therapy. <laughs>
0: So, Lala's getting ready to go. She's going to bring this bedazzled hamburger clutch. I have the same thing, only in a telephone, but not bedazzled. Yes. They pan over to Schwartz's Hoarder Palace apartment with, like, shit all over the floor still. Pictures sitting on the floor. Like, you can't even just, like, hang up a picture. I mean, dude.
1: Uh, it's, it's funny because... Like, Ronnie was looking over my shoulder right when that scene was playing. And I was like, look at his place. And I told her, I was like, what does mommy do when anyone comes over? Like, when anyone is coming to my house, first of all, like, I won't let anyone in my house unless it's perfect. But um, if there happens to be a mess somewhere, like, let's say on my dresser, where usually that's where, like, my mess starts. Like, I start piling up papers and stuff. I will take that throw it in a bag or box and throw it in my garage before you come over. Like that's just what I'm going to do. And I can't imagine being like, "Hello film crew, welcome in." Like go <laughs> right? ahead and yeah, like step over that dog bed, step over like the like, fruit throw bags. throw the dishes in the
0: oven or something. I yes. don't know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I throw all have, like mail and papers that just stack yeah, up. I'll that's just what, throw yeah, that's what the big bin and then It's in a bin. (laughs)
1: Totally. It's like me or like I'll have like coupons out or something or receipts, you know, it's just like little cluttery things. And if someone's going to come over, I just gather it up and throw it somewhere else. Um, But I feel I I love I feel like it's a little editor's gift to us that they're showing (laughs) us who the messy one was and who wasn't. Because every time we go to Katie's apartment, she has it like looking very clean
0: yeah yes yeah, no clutter
1: no nothing
0: and we always blamed her and, sorry yeah. katie
1: yeah sorry katie and i also think it's funny that like I, I understand like you work out different parts of your bodies when you're doing a workout but he had a really nice freaking treadmill in his guest bedroom like why not get on the treadmill like a lot of people aren't able to own a treadmill that's kind of cool set it up and be working out on that but instead he's like on his like disgusting floor doing god knows what
0: I love that it. it's like between the apartment and then the fact later that he like smells like a swamp because, you know, we all picture him always smelling like a swamp ever since his wedding. And then he actually did <laughs> and then, like, and then put like lemon slices, rubbed his armpits with lemons in a restaurant.
1: It's like, like
0: the ar- the bathroom,
1: the armpit, but like. He should get an armpit sponsor, like right away, like like a deodorant, <laughs> a trimmer. Totally. Like he's totally missing the boat on that. Like he could he be needs like to
0: be a Lumi sponsor. Sponsor. Okay, wait, I have a he question. Needs it in every crevice,
1: I've been dying to ask
0: about Lumi. Now contact them see if they can be a sponsor.
1: But they say you can put it in like all these places. Yeah, Like that's the whole point of it. So do you use that same, like do you have a stick for each area or you use the same one swiping in (laughs) all these areas?
0: That's a good question. Because like I I saw like they have different products.
1: Like I don't want to swipe like my crotch area and then go into my pits and then go under my boobs. Like that's just gross. (laughs) I've literally been wondering about that. Like every time I hear the commercials, I'm like, how does that work?
0: Yeah, well, but let's people look ha- into it.
1: But people have sworn by it that it's like life changing. So I'm like very intrigued.
0: People you know, or the testimonials on the infomercials?
1: Both. Like oh. I, I, I swear. Like at Target, like I've like literally heard people being like, "This stuff is the best," you know.
0: It's at Target.
1: Yeah, like a full on big old display, like right in the like right in the aisle.
0: Oh well, then next time just stop and look and see if there's different products. Okay. I yeah, I think like I saw that there were.
1: I'm pretty sure there like there's different flavors. <laughs> i I'm so, oh my god yeah, I <laughs>
0: gross. I can't. Oh, I'm licking Schwartz's butt crack and it tastes like strawberry.
1: <laughs> but Schwartz like, and then and then what about like I I wrote in my notes in this scene, like what do you think was really on Sandoval's shirt? Like where had he just come from? Where did that stain come from? Like it it looked a little
0: suspicious
1: <laughs> it was right on like his stomach area oh,
0: oh because like schwartz said it looks like tanner so could it be tanner from raquel's forehead
1: yeah giving giving a blow job
0: oh okay oh my god lala also said on her podcast this is at the very end you haven't gotten there yet she has you know because she's like i'm just a big talker i uh you know, I, I don't do anything like she's talked about. She doesn't like do anal. She doesn't do this. And I'm like, keep talking, girl. I'm loving it. But now she said, she goes, yeah, you know, I'm known for like the BJs for PJs. She's like, it's just a stick. She's like, I actually was singing about it the other day and I counted. She goes, I've only given blowjobs to four different men in my entire life. She goes, I've had sex with a lot more men, but only given blowjobs to four men. And I was like, wow. Hmm. You know, it's like, and I know people like this. You shall remain nameless, Holly. No, I'm just kidding. They <laughs> people talk a big game, and it gives this impression to people like other men. And I th- this has actually come up in a situation with a, a, you know, a certain friend group, and a couple wives actually complained to the gal saying, "Our husbands say, why can't you be more like Susie, Susie?" you know, is always talking about this and that and blah, blah, blah. Well, Susie doesn't do any of those things. She just likes to say things for shock value, very much like Lala does. And so now she's got all these men thinking about all these things Susie does when she doesn't even do them. And it's just like, you're doing girls a disservice, okay? Just shut your mouth. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I really uh, felt that because I had just heard that story about a year ago, and I was like, "Ooh," and like I kind of know what they're talking about. Like it's never. I I just like tune it out because I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know. But
1: it's that is annoying. Th- I mean, because like this episode, we were told again about how she did a handstand with James. Yeah. Um. So she's she's doing something.
0: <laughs> so okay. Um. Okay, so they're talking about Katie being mad at Schwartz. And he's like, I told her, you know, like Raquel, no, she's like my dude bro girl. And apparently there was some like article that came out that said they saw Schwartz and Raquel making out. And it was just like a rumor, it wasn't true. And Katie's like, Really? I thought she was just your dude bro. And he's like, Katie, pull the security camera footage. It's not true. And it's fine. I believe I'm fine. They're not, they didn't make out. It's just whatever. But. You know, he's just upset. She's rage texting and I don't know. He just, he's like, had I known the blowback or fallout of all of this, that it would hurt Katie. I would would never would have kissed Raquel. It's like, but you did. You knew they told you this would really hurt me. Please don't do this. She told you like eight times. Yeah. So annoying when he's like, had I known You know, even Terry asked him later, was it worth it? He's like, oh, gosh, I didn't know it was going to hurt her feelings. (laughs) It's like, what? Like, even if you're that dumb to not know that, she literally told you over and over again.
1: Tonight, I feel like they really brought up something that I thought was going to be a bigger storyline this season, which is kind of saying that uh, Tom and Katie are still in love with each other. And that they both have, like, unresolved, that something is, like, unresolved. They left a little question mark in our heads, like, geez, like, is is there anything? And even on Watch What Happens Live tonight, I felt like that was, like, a little, like, looming theme as well. So I found that interesting.
0: Yeah, she seems pretty done. I don't know. It's hard to come back. Like, he's never going to change. No. Like, he's... So many times I wrote in big, bold letters, Schwartz is awful. Because I was re-watching um, after I watched on the laptop, and then it came on TV. It was like last week's episode. And I was re-watching when he was like yelling at Lala and belittling her and insulting her. And he he does this all the time. He's done it to Sheena, Katie. Whenever he's yelling and insulting someone, he's smirking and laughing, kind of like Raquel does. Totally. And then at this time with Lala he's smirking while also eating chicken wings and insulting her and I'm like do you does he still think he's got like this boyish charm and, and when he, he
1: says yeah and he audibly laughs like it's like not yeah. even it's not even just a smirk like he's like
0: <laughs> i feel like he thinks like when he said i'm a thousand percent the person you'll ever be i feel like he thinks the public is still just like oh that Schwartz, he's so cute it's like no schwartz catch up read the room that was eight years ago people don't think that anymore of you and any chance that you had to like Reclaim that you keep fucking that up, so there's no charm here i f- yeah a shit
1: i was I was talking to Chad about this, and I said, like out of like the f- the fallout of Scandival, Raquel has been taken down, Sandoval has been taken down, but i th- I was hoping Schwartz was gonna be taken down a little more than he has. I feel like he really escaped this shit, and um, I yeah. think that. In Vanderpump history, we're going to look back on this time and we're going to, like, really regret not holding Schwartz to the fire more. Because um, I feel like if we sat down with a paper and pen and made a list, we could make a very good debate that Schwartz is as bad as Sandoval.
0: I really do. Oh, a hundred percent. Like without the the betrayal of the best friend being the one he cheated on with, like let's take a jax thing. Just like we're regretting now not holding Sandoval to the fire for Miami Girl and anything else, Ariana even, and we've just focused on Jax and Sandoval got away with shit, that's what Schwartz is now. He's getting away with everything. Yeah. Well, and and he did in the past, too. All the times he cheated on Katie, we all just skated by that. Well, that's just Schwartz, though. He blacks out drunk. Remember when he went missing in Mexico? Yes. Did he really sleep on the beach? I don't think so. I think he slept in someone's hotel room.
1: And, like, we really should work on a montage of, like, all of his disgusting moments, like the bathing in the river, the arm trimming the armpit hair. This like shoving that lemon into his armpit. Like what did that lemon do to, to anyone to deserve that? Oh, no. It was probably it was probably so excited that it was gonna be like featured on the show, and then it got <laughs> shoved into his disgusting armpits and thrown on the table, and and being like, no one touched this.
0: And that are like long armpit hair because Katie hasn't been trimming them.
1: Oh my gosh, how satisfying was it? I'm jumping ahead because I got so excited at this. I loved that Ariana chose to have a lemon drop shot. It just shows that she is one of us and that if she had been at Schwartz and Sandy's when we were offered a shot, she would have spoke up for us and said, lemon drops, please. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) Well, and she's like, see, Tom, I'm out, I'm out drinking and so I could wild out with you tonight.
1: She also ordered the um, that drink that you always get, an espresso martini, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, she loves those. She so. drank a whole bunch of those after, um, I think it was premiere night. They all did. They all went out after and drank espresso martinis. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, okay, well, so the rest of the sandwich shop, blah, blah, blah. I loved Christina Kelly's dress, though. I got to say that. Sheena missed it because she has COVID. Oh. And... So then we're back over, Schwartz sits down with Terry. Oh, I love you, Terry. I missed you. He's like, well, why don't you reply to her text then? And Terry just explains, you know, like, look, it was a huge slap on the face. You were very insensitive to Katie. She was crying, saying she wants a friendship with you, but it's it's just not happening because he just keeps blowing it. And she, oh, Terry, I love you, Terry. And she's not falling for it anymore.
1: Yeah, he's, he's like, I can sense her. I don't even need to look up. I know she's right there. It's like, ew.
0: <laughs> so they kind of have their moments. Then we go to the garden bar. Like, have we ever seen the garden bar open? Um,
1: I don't know. Maybe, like, in the
0: beginning,
1: but like uh, but, but lately there was
0: an event and that was it.
1: But lately they've been like <clears throat> roping it off when the restaurant is even like crowded. It's like, dude, like let us in there.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, um, they're in the garden bar and this is when Raquel starts fishing for details from Ariana. Like, are you still attracted to him? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, oh, how? <laughs> Do you want to be in a relationship with him? it's like, see, she's fishing. I don't know. Well, then this is tragic because how how are the rest of us in the world supposed to feel, Ariana, when you say, why would any man want to be with this disgusting, cellulite-ridden, fat thighs, big ass, big arms, creature like me? And I'm like, what must you think of me? (laughs) It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, this was,
1: like, very triggering and very relatable and like you should never talk about yourself like this you know and sometimes you you think you're standing with like a trusted friend and so you talk down about yourself but really that person's looking at you and like like literally rejoicing that you feel like that about yourself because they feel better about themselves than you like it's so sick
0: And Raquel even says that. She's like, I know you can't. They haven't been having good sex because you have to feel good about yourself to have good sex. So, yeah.
1: Which is true. Like, I I think that that's like a, like it's a true thing. But like, again, watching this when we know what we know makes it so, like, it makes it so much grosser, harder to watch. um, And... Yeah, it's I mean, just, and then also
0: saying she relates and that's how she feels about her body and like again you're like throwing daggers at the rest of the world here. <laughs> like Raquel you could uh, oh, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, don't know if so,
1: so like, relatable. if you if I didn't know what was going to come, then I would say like okay, like this was like a heart to heart conversation. She shares about how she knew for two years that, like, her relationship was done with James. Um, and she doesn't
0: want Ariana to waste that, like, she did. Hint, yeah. Hint.
1: Yes. Um, but, like, I couldn't help but just catch the little things of, like, her being like, so you do still want to try this? And she's like, uh, or she's like, so do you, do you find him attracted? She's like, of course I do! Um, yeah. I, I, this, well, this was hard.
0: What about Okay, so when I heard this, I was like, wait, what? I'm like, oh, well, she just means, like, separately. But then watching Watch What Happens Live and Andy focused on it being the number one cringy moment when she said, well, Sandoval and I go through dry spells, too. What do you think that meant?
1: I thought that I I misheard that.
0: No, because... <clears throat> I rewatched it and
1: oh I know I, I heard her say it, but I was like, there's no way she said that. Oh
0: my. I thought she just said her words like in an, in wrong order. And I kind of thought she meant, well, you feel like that, but you know, you have to know like Sandoval probably feels that way too, where I, I did with James. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I felt like that's what she was trying to say. Like we've all, we all have dry spells, Mm-hmm. But the fact that she literally said, word for word, "Sandoval and I go through dry spells too,"
1: and it's like, is that <sighs> is that another like is that another slip up like similar to when James was like, "You've hooked up with Tom, Peter, yeah, right. Sandoval," and then he backtracked and he's like, "That's not what I was saying. That's not. It's not." What, and it's like, yeah. "Is ch- Peter it's, Tom? Yeah. It's
0: like you already said Tom. Unless yeah. you're talking about the other Tom. Yes. That and then the other." There was one other – oh, the my bed. Yeah, no, dude. And then she went into my, you know, to my room. Yeah. I, I mean the guest room. Yes. So are these all slip-ups? I mean it could be, and it could be a slip-up, and Ariana just thought that she meant it like how I initially took it, like, oh, she means I'm separately as partners. Or if you're going to be one of the people saying – the cast knew this was all a plotted storyline and blah, blah, blah. Obviously we're not getting the sheriff involved and the court system involved. If it was all like, you know what I mean? But if you're going to be someone that says they all knew all along this, here's your bluebird because Ariana had no reaction. See, Ariana knows she's just said it and she had no reaction. I just can't imagine that being the case. But if you do want to have that theory, there you go. You can use this as your evidence. I just think Ariana took it like the way I first took it. Like, she doesn't mean it how she said it, but I get what she's getting at. Yeah. But Raquel might have said it.
1: Yeah, she yeah, I, I, might. Yeah, because I I remember, like, I was listening to that and I was like, huh? What <laughs> the hell was that?
0: Yeah. You know, she does. She's not always like, you know, the brightest bulb. And so she might have just said it, just not thinking. <laughs> I don't know. So we've got Ken and Lisa and LVP. Ken loves the vegan sandwich, and Lala's just like explaining how she wants another baby, but not a man. And Lisa's encouraging her to just wait and find that secure, loving relationship. It's like, yeah, but she thought she had that. That's why she went with Randall. She thought she had security. Like, this man's never going to cheat on me. So that's not going to work, Lisa. And also, The time it's going to take Lala to build up her trust. Like, Ocean's going to be a teenager. She kept saying, I want Ocean to have a sibling. It's like, well, what's the point if Ocean's 16? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) they're not going to be playing together. Yeah. So, if Lala wants to do it solo, I I get it. I get why she would want to. Nothing wrong with that.
1: I don't know. It, like, almost broke my heart when she... I, I totally understand what she's saying about how she wants a baby that she's not... Worried about every second that's going to be yanked from her or that she has to worry about when it's over at Randall's house, when she's over at Randall's house to, you know, wonder if she's being cared. I mean, I can't imagine what she's going through with that. But it, like, broke my heart when she said that she wanted a baby that wasn't like that, you know, that could just be her own. Like, that is... It's just heartbreaking like even like I can't even fathom how hard that is and then I don't know if I was ocean how I would feel if I heard that back you know it's like she wants a a different baby that Her doesn't own baby ha- yeah it was yeah. like oh like I I I absolutely don't think that's what she meant like at all but yeah. like my yeah. I was just like that the fact that she even has to say that um and I really appreciated that Lisa kind of She was like, No, like, I'm just gonna go do, you know, fertility and I'll co parent with my mom. And,
0: um, well, there's a reason that's why, like, Kardashians do what they do because they don't want to have multiple child custody cases and then you're never gonna land on the same weekend. So it's in a way, as much as they're all cheaters and whatever, they're smart to have one baby daddy. Yeah. Because you can negotiate everything all at once you Mm
1: -hmm, know
0: mm -hmm. all right so now we get into raquel and katie raquel goes to congratulate katie and and (laughs) katie's like thanks but that's not why she came over she came over to say i know you heard about us making out and you started rage texting schwartz and like he doesn't like conversations, so i'm gonna stand up my for my friend and tell him tell you to stop rage texting and it's like okay, already, this would piss anyone off. Like, who are you to tell me to stop texting anyone, let alone my husband, ex-husband, whatever. Like, step off, Tanisha style, okay? Yes. That was really annoying. It was like her telling her not to go to the preferred pool. <laughs> it's like...
1: Yeah, I mean, I just, like, I imagine that, like, I am Raquel, and I know that I have to go do this scene with Katie, who, you know, is, like known to have like very cutting scenes. Like it's not going to be easy, she's not going to go down without a fight. So the balls on Raquel to go over there and say this and to take, and to take that on and be like, you really need to stop rage texting him. He doesn't like it. um, It's because
0: Sandoval's like lurking in the corner, hasn't having her back and she's trying to impress him so that he can, she can get another compliment. You're such a badass, Raquel. Like he's feeding her ego and it's giving her the fuel to do this.
1: I also can't help but think that this is exciting for him to be like, kind of playing God with how these episodes are going down because this is not Ariana's style. She would never go up and stir that pot like that. It's just she's always been super neutral and kind of the... Peacekeeper of the group, so I feel like this is like so exciting for Sandoval because he can pop off and he can have Raquel's back, and it's it it really is starting to look like the perfect little plan for Sandoval.
0: I mean, it, it was good, like Katie just being like, "Why the fuck are you talking to me? Why, why, why?" And then Raquel just keeps going further, and she's like, "I don't. I appreciate you threatening to take the dogs away." And he's like, this is none of your business. What don't you understand?
1: Yeah, she straight went in there and, like, aired dirty laundry in front of everyone. Like, this was not a private conversation. It's in front of her mom, in front of Lala, Sandoval standing there, Schwartz is behind the freaking bush, and oh it it was just... Think
0: of her Peter calling him out. He's like, what are you doing here, hiding behind the plants? It's like, get out there. They're fighting over you. You're, you're hiding. Like... I think Peter was disgusted with Schwartz too.
1: Yeah, I th- possibly my favorite scene that Peter's ever done.
0: I think so too. Yeah, <laughs> I was teen Peter. Yeah, <laughs> he's still pissed about the starter pony shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Katie's like, "How were you raised? Like, stick your opinion up your ass and walk, go, walk away." And she's like, "I had the best bomb ass glamping trip with my." best friends who support me and then terry jumps in and she's like do you not understand like we were crying to your face and right then raquel like rolls her eyes and she's like oh, oh god and then that like Kitty saw red then even more so you fucking little cut that's what you are you talk to my mom with respect i mean i fucking love that she, she said that that's pretty ballsy for yeah, cable TV. They don't usually say that word. I mean, obviously it was bleeped out, but it was very clear.
1: Yeah, it was very <laughs> clear. Yeah, she said, how thick is your skull? Lala called her a pig. a pig. So, I mean.
0: And then Santa was like, it's really tacky to have your mom do your fighting for you. It's like, butt out. Oh, why are you here?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs>
0: All right. So and then yeah, and
1: then she mouthed off back, and and Raquel's like response was, "I was trying to be honest."
0: <laughs> and saying, "Katie, you did the same thing. How do you think Schwartz felt when you were fucking a guy when you're still living in the same house?" It's like, first of all, she didn't bring the guy home to the house. He wasn't Schwartz didn't even know she was dating or fucking a guy at that point. He wasn't a friend, you know. Like
1: I do feel though, like Katie presents. Kind of like a different argument with her mother than she does on her own. Like she talks a different game about her divorce with, with, on the show and then with her mom. Like with her, yeah. her, her mom's always presenting that Katie's crying. She said it right. like seven times this season. Katie's upset and Tommy and her were going to start a family in this home. Do you know how devastating that is? Um, that is hasn't been brought up from katie at all so i kind of understand how everyone's like well what the hell like is she still into tommy or is she into these other guys that she's hooking up with because what is it
0: yeah i think she just like she said earlier in the season to sheena um about that initial conversation they had in vegas about yeah set him up i don't care she said she puts on that icy front in public but like in private then she breaks down and she cries and that sort of thing. And that led to that miscommunication of, you know, Sheena thinking, well, you told me it was okay. She's like, I, you know, like that wasn't really what she meant. So I think she just tries to put on that icy front because it's an easier place to live. It just
1: seems like there's a lot of rules for Schwartz. Katie has a lot of rules for how he can act, what he can do, all of that. Those rules aren't for her though. She can have no rules and be super sad about everything, and he can't do either.
0: Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, What did you think when she walked away and Raquel's like, I'm sorry that you're just fucking jealous. That would have killed Sandoval.
1: (laughs) I feel like... She like in some ways Raquel could have won that argument if she kept her cool. Like it it would have it was stupid that she brought up that like that's it was not her place to bring up the texting thing or anything like that. Yeah, but it was an interesting scene, and I think that she did her job as a reality cast member. She did a great job, but it was not her place. And then she cheapened the whole thing by saying that and by doing her little smirks and stuff like that. Like if she could have just kept, yeah, if she could have kept her cool, then maybe she really could have made Katie seem like she was flying off the handle, using her mom to fight her battles and all of that. But she lost by gloating.
0: Just stick to the apology and try to mean it. And the snickering and the, Oh God, eye rolling and the fucking jealous. It just, she loses her argument. I mean, and, and you see, like, Katie did have them real tears. Like, you could hear it in her throat. You know, when you're you're crying so hard that it gets in your throat and you can't even speak, like, her voice changed. Like, went, like I've had that happen to me in my throat. Like, it's a whole different octave, and she's like, girl, ah, because you, <laughs> your tears are literally in your throat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I I knew that shit was real raw because I've, I, like, experienced
1: that. I also think that, like, uh, Raquel, like, already had a bone to pick with Terry at this point. I don't think she liked what went down in Vegas, how Terry kind of stepped to her in front of everyone and cried and, you know, made her feel the way she did. So I think she was, like, going guns blazing for Terry in this moment. and Mm -hmm. But it came off disrespectful. Again, I think if she wouldn't have been like, oh, God, or whatever, if she would have just sat there, it would have made Terry look like, like she was bullying Raquel and she could have like possibly again, won that argument. But by making those little comments, unfortunately it, it didn't work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Devalued it. Well, gosh, I like when Lala told Katie, she's out there snickering and Katie just immediately like, this is what I'm like running for the hells. She immediately turns around and she storms out there like Dodie style, like, I don't even know what's gonna happen, but something explosive. And I'm just like, oh god. Ooh. But then she grabs Schwartz instead. She's like, You're laughing? You're laughing. And Lala's like, no, 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 no. It was her. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. she's freaking out trying to mediate. So she pulls Schwartz into the alley, and he's like, No, no, I wasn't. But then Raquel once again follows. They've told you to walk away and leave, like, 95 times. Stop following her. She needs some air. I, I
1: I feel like I personally, as a viewer, would have liked to see that conversation between Schwartz and Katie. I would have liked to see them yes. hash it out before it was interrupted. I think Raquel interrupted way too soon. Um, but, like, for reality TV purposes... Katie was at such a high of being angry that the fact that Raquel came in at that moment was like, this isn't going to end well. This is this isn't going to end well.
0: (laughs) And then she's like, get out of here. Leave me alone. And like, I didn't really see a push. But I I mean, it was like kind of a like, just get away from me. And Schwartz, just all he sees then is like, don't push her. Don't push her. Katie, she's she's apologizing. Oh, again, just throws. Let her talk. Let her
1: talk. So then, she stands up for Raquel again. So then, Katie has, Katie. Katie has to be quiet and listen to Raquel well, again. It was <sighs> like, and I'm so glad that Katie circled back and she brought that up. She's like, I can't believe you just let her talk instead of me. Like, we're done. It's over. Done. Yes.
0: Yeah. They need to just stop trying. He's not changing. He's not sorry. He's, he keeps doing the same thing over and over again and r- trashing her. Yeah. It's horrifying.
1: And again, like I feel like no one is holding Schwartz accountable for the way he has treated Katie. Like it is absolutely wild. Like I have never seen anything like it. Yeah. It triggers me wh- like like the fact that Terry can sit there and be harping on Raquel for her behavior, like harp on Tommy your little Tommy, he, he is, no. like, you really want him as a partner for your daughter? He's like a piece of crap.
0: Why do you want him in your family with and the way he talks to her?
1: The th- like, if she obviously watches the show, just that one scene in Mexico where he says he can't stand the sound of her voice, I yeah. would never, I would be like, I, I have nothing to say to you. Like, the fact that you yeah. did that while filming was happening and that it's out on the internet now forever is unforgivable.
0: Can you imagine, like, Ronnie's husband saying that to Ronnie? You just being like, oh, Tommy didn't meet it, Ronnie.
1: Yeah, and, <laughs> and being like, Raquel, how could you kiss him? That hurt my Katie, and she was crying. Like, no. Schwartz <laughs> did it. It was Schwartz. Why are you directing anything at Raquel? Like, fine, maybe she's a shitty person, but you're looking at the shittiest person right in front of you.
0: Yeah. Enough with the free passes on him. Yes. He's horrifying. Oh, well, this is the, you know, it's a finale when yes, yes. LVP gives her a tearful speech about, I love you all, you're all my children, and there will be hurdles in the road, you must persevere, you will get through them, you will build back your relationships, and. <laughs>
1: what about when she's like, Schwartz, where's Schwartz? And Katie's like, who cares? Like, I'm here, I'll be here.
0: I miss that part.
1: It's like, so, oh, actually, Lisa wasn't looking for you, Katie. Shoot, <laughs> she cares about her little Schwartzy.
0: Oh yeah, the other part too. When Ariana is sobbing to Lisa, like she's being pulled between Raquel and Katie, she's upset over her like issues with Sandoval, and then her grief over her grandmother and and her dog, and she and her business, and she's just losing it. She's literally breaking down. And people are like, Sandoval, why don't you go comfort your sobbing girlfriend instead of, like, yelling at Katie? And he looks and pauses and then continues just to, like, yell at Katie. And, doesn't and give as, a shit about Ariana. And as
1: Ariana is crying, you can hear the yelling continuing. Like, it does not stop at all. And she That's just insane. continues to sob on Lisa's shoulder. Now, let's say that this, this was the finale that we were getting. This is it. So the cliffhanger would be, oh, my God, like, ariana's had a horrible summer there's this weird thing going on with sandoval where he keeps talking about it's been nine years he's not sure what's going on anymore so we're left with the cliffhanger of is something gonna happen next season are Once, they gonna make it like katie and raquel hate each other schwartz is an idiot uh james is gonna dj at whatever um so <laughs> I. was I,
0: Go ahead, I gotta uh, say something about that, but no, your I, thought.
1: I just, I think I would have been, like, incredibly disappointed with this season, had it not been for Scandible.
0: Well, it's for sure that then Sandoval was going to break up with her, then they have three months to cool down and start filming with him and Raquel. If yes. That was his plan. Mm-hmm, yes. You no know, one I was laughing at when you're like... And James doing his thing for however many people. It reminded me of the, the shady editor scene when he's like, I just can't stop looking at the flyer, flyer with my name right next to Cascade. And I, then they're like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then Allie's like, he goes on for one hour. I'm like, oh. I mean, I guess that's what you do, right? Everyone plays I mean, like an hour.
1: I feel like you celebrate everything. Like you know you celebrate like we celebrate like when we're charting we celebrate when we're charting in other countries you know that (laughs) it's it's like you just you you're proud of yourself and but yeah it was hilarious because he's been talking it up so much and then his it's all at the circle that was hilarious
0: yeah poor james well, good for him, though. He got a great music festival that <laughs> no one's heard of. But it, it, that doesn't mean anything. You think people in Atlanta have heard of like Coastal Jam or Caboo or, you know what I mean? There's so many festivals that are the regional, you know, there's like a bunch in Minnesota. And I'm like, what? But they're like famous, you know?
1: Oh, I, I want to ask you, like, um, this is random and not on the topic of the podcast at all. But, um, you know, Ronnie is doing You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, and so the kids have been watching. There's like a Charlie Brown movie that came out a couple years ago, and it starts out and um, Sally Brown answers the phone, and they're announcing that it's a snow day. What mm. what exactly does that mean? Like, what was that phone call like when you had a snow day at school?
0: Um, it wasn't a phone call. It was called the um, transistor radio. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> Or maybe the TV. Okay, okay. If you're lucky, it would be on the TV. Okay. (laughs) And, you know, like a CNN scroller. Yes. And it'd be like, you know, it'll it'll start with like snow day, and then it'll go down to two-hour late start. And it'll just list all the city school districts that are either snow day, full day, or two hours late.
1: Okay, now what did that mean? Like, let's say that you got a full snow day at your school like were the businesses in that area also closed or would parents have to work and then their kids were stuck in the house in a snow day
0: yeah both both yeah
1: Yeah. okay like i was wondering like if it's so bad that it's a snow day do businesses close because no one can get there anyways
0: no they encourage people to stay off the road okay uh, okay and probably some like smaller businesses might but yeah i think kaya and i went i lived in new york with her and it was like what well, turns out i guess in history to be the worst snowstorm ever but at the time we're like these pussies it's fine and like we were bored and we're like well let's just go to the mall whatever but it was like in jersey and we were in new york and we're driving i mean i have to admit it was probably some of the worst snow i've ever experienced in my life but like probably not the worst so we just keep driving and we pull into this like big mall And all there is are snow plows and like emergency vehicles. And they're like, beep, beep. And they're like waving at us. And so we pull over and they're like, what are you doing? And we're like, we're going to the mall. And they're like, it's closed. Are you crazy? Emergency vehicles only on the road. (laughs) Oh my God. We're like, Oh, you're like, Oh, okay. Thank you. (laughs) And then when I was training for a job, the job happened to the headquarters happened to be in Minneapolis and, I have this job and there's like five of us that were starting at the same time and going through like corporate training and they were all older dudes. Like, I don't know. I was probably like 28 and they were like 55 and 60. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, normally like you kind of like you sit in the backseat if you're like the youngest or you yes. know what I mean? It's like an elderly thing, elder respecting. Right. All, every single one of those men were like, Sarah, would you mind driving? Because like, we, We're not used to the snow. None of us know how to drive in the snow like this. So I had like to cart these men around.
1: Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah. So. Okay. Do you want to get into watch what happens live now?
0: Sure. I didn't really take any notes on it, but um, I enjoyed it.
1: Well, let's just chat about it. So tonight, Katie was on and I'm I'm not going to lie. I wasn't like very excited for tonight. I thought I was just like, oh, Katie. But um, it was pretty good. What yeah. you, do you think?
0: Yeah, uh, same thing. I was like, again, we just had her like three times. But no, I enjoyed her. I thought she looked really good. Yeah.
1: Um, um, a couple of like takeaways that I thought were interesting was um, she was asked about her friendship with Sheena, where that's where they stand today, you know, after the reunion and all of that. And she kind of gave like a to me, it was like a little bit of a snarky answer.
0: She's much more cautious in her answers about that than Sheena is. Sheena's very optimistic. She I've heard Sheena talk about it saying like, Yeah, we're we're friends. We're doing emo nights now. We're a trio, a DJ trio, we're we're good. You know, she came to Summer's birthday and then like I've heard Katie talk about it a couple times now. She's like, Maybe it was Katie and Nick Miles or something. And uh she's like, Uh, you know, what's it's a work in progress, you know, like Katie considers considers it a success success because they're like speaking whereas sheena kind of thinks they're like we're friends again
1: <laughs> yeah I, I was i was just like if i heard her say that and i was sheena i would be like oh so i have to have action behind my yeah. apology it's like does is katie taking any accountability for how she's treated sheena for all this time yeah I, and, it,
0: it and she just, was right that it's very cyclical with them. But usually because of Katie. Katie usually dumps Sheena. Yes. Like, Sheena doesn't rarely does anything wrong to Katie outside of this season. Like, yes. what has she done to Katie? She's the one that repaired her and, relationship with Stassi. And that was even, because of Sheena.
1: And again, like, let's compare it to Schwartz. Sh- bottom line is Schwartz is the problem. It's not Sheena or anything. It's Schwartz. And, like, how no one is seeing that is, like, Mind boggling. It's like, yeah, like we're seeing all the Sandoval, the Scandoval Easter eggs. Like people are missing the Schwartz Easter eggs.
0: Right. Exactly. But, you know, so it's like both their personalities. Like, you know, Katie is like a half glass empty kind of personality and Sheena's like a half glass full. So their answers line up for their personalities so I wouldn't really
1: expect. And they, they also line up with like nothing changing. I'm just like Shh, we're gonna do this. Like Katie's already on one and Sheena thinks everything's okay. It's like oh god. Like it it's not better yet.
0: Okay I'm sitting somewhere different. I'm usually at my desk but tonight I'm sitting on my like bar area and I've been fixated the last minute on my coffee maker, the the water reservoir. I'm like what the hell there's a toy in the water reservoir oh my god i've been drinking coffee with like toy juice ew what What kind of toy no they're like dirty fingerprints were all over it so i'm drinking like skin cells (laughs) oh i
1: can't i can't
0: it's like a toy like a like a mcdonald's toy or like a you know like the chocolate egg toys
1: Oh, my God. Um, remember remember our sponsor from, like, literally three years ago, that Circle water bottle? Yeah. Um, you gave me yours, didn't you? Yeah. I don't like okay. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So – they are all the rage right now like uh, i see
0: it on tv a lot ronnie
1: is like obsessed so she like dug into our cupboard and like we have these really (laughs) cute pink ones and uh blue ones and she's like oh my god and that we have like six of them there's like a ceramic one a plastic one all the. and she's like oh my god and she took it to practice today everyone was all jealous and i was like ronnie just so you know that was a sponsor of our podcast years ago so
0: that's how cool we are um (laughs) we're on the cutting edge we got the first like we were the first testers
1: yeah so I was just but anyways in in that clear water bottle today like I looked in there and they're like you it has like a little like a, a nozzle where you take a sip and like possibly something could backwash down uh-huh. and there was like some floaties in that thing and I was like oh I can't Ronnie like you're gonna need to use the one where I can't look at that because that's yeah. gross <laughs> well that-
0: that's why I have my water dispensers always clear glass because I always had the ceramic reservoir they give you you know when you get water delivery or whatever and then one time I realized like I think I had to fix this spigot or something my hand was on the inside and I was like what is going on and it was like all slimy ew and the, like super like rocky like mineral deposits but like slimy too and I was like oh my god and then I like looked at the water and it was like all murky I'm like I've been drinking this so now I have a clear glass I've had it for years because I have to see and it has to be clear all the way through I, I can't have the murky stuff
1: that's what um, Raquel did to Sheena's Brita fountain or her little pitcher you know oh, she right. she made it all yucky yeah Um. the other thing that I found interesting was Andy asked Katie if she felt, like, fulfilled. Like, she got to, like, full circle, ask all of her questions at the reunion, and, like, feel good about it, and, like, it's done. And Katie said no. That she did not get to... Like, she said there was still more that she wanted to say. Yeah. So, I the thought...
0: Timeline questions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so for sure.
1: that was the other thing that was interesting... They, uh, she asked her what, what she thought about Raquel taking the mental health break. She rolled her eyes. Um, Katie's been very outspoken about not being down with that, so.
0: Did you see Sandoval posted, um, like, Chloe Fineman? She's on Andy a lot, and, like, SNL cast went uh, to see his show? No. Yeah.
1: Huh. Like, I saw wow. it, I saw another really disturbing people video be- that of, I think it was like a show last night or something that he did, where women were throwing themselves at him, rubbing up on him while he's in the crowd. And I was just like, yuck, oh. yuck.
0: Wow. Who are so, these people?
1: I don't know. I mean, like, I get it. Like, maybe you get caught up and you start drinking and then it's like, you don't even remember that it's him performing. You're just having a good night. Like
0: that. I understand wanting to go see the shit show as we were just talking about the other night. I get it. But like the rubbing up on him, like that kind of thing, like uh, uh, in the words of Lala and Katie, who raised you? (laughs) Yeah. You don't feed the beast. Go Uh, watch the shit show. Get your story. Cool. I can't fault you for that, but I can fault you for doing that.
1: Yes. Um what um do you think about Ariana being on next Watch What Happens live?
0: Oh, that she better be alone. Yes. I yeah, I if don't want <laughs> with some like Broadway actor, nobody knows who they are, but they're a big fan of the show. It's like <sighs> we just want to hear from her, okay? No offense. <laughs> just
1: because just because anything her. that anybody is saying, like it's what we're saying too. We don't need to hear our own thoughts. So it's what it's right. doing is just like interrupting my train of thought because i want to hear from the person that is on there
0: the gal that did it tonight nothing wrong with her she was fine but andy was saying stuff and i wanted to hear him finish but she interrupted him and then he didn't finish what he was saying and she did it to katie a few times and i'm like no i want to hear what katie has to say not you like when you're asked the question sure you answer it don't jump in when she's talking
1: Yeah, and don't try to crack a joke or anything either because, like, we don't, like, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's very much to me, like, if one of us were sitting there, like, I would try to be as quiet as I could. Like, I would still want to make Andy happy, so I would try to say something, but I would, like, try to just back up, like, Katie or Ariana and, you know, to help them along in their show. I don't know.
0: Oh, I love the trivia part too, and that's just really inspired me because um, the,
1: you know what I have we're to gonna say. The questions were were really fun,
0: and yes, like, and, and they
1: weren't they weren't easy, but the, yeah, mm. it was like like I still knew them all.
0: And we're writing this book and publishing it. I yes. don't care if we self publish on Amazon and get it out next week. That's what we're doing.
1: <gasps> I love that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Who
0: wouldn't buy it, especially right now? How fun!
1: To- totally. So cool. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, you guys, this was such a fun episode. Sound off in the comments and wherever. Like, let us know what you thought of the episode. Next week is going to, like, I don't even know. Like, I, I need to decide where I'm going to watch it, what I'm going to do, what my snacks are going to be. Um, like, definitely, like, no one can bother me. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's going to be wild.
0: Well, yes, and we're going to make it a blockbuster. We're going to be up there two days, and we're going to try and do some extra stuff. And, yeah, we talked about the other night going live with you guys or setting up a Zoom. I don't know if we can – maybe we want the Zoom for, like, reunion episodes so we can all, like, weigh in and – I don't know. We'll think about I, it. But throw I, us your feedback, you guys.
1: I think that we should do, like, an after-show party similar to what – um uh, why can't I think of it right now? Yeah, um, something like that where we like we just go on after and every like we recap like even if we just recap on the YouTube and then record a podcast after or something just to like interact with you guys and get that live feeling would be amazing.
0: But that's like so late for East Coast people.
1: Well, what if we do it right after the East Coast feed?
0: Yeah, but but sometimes we need to rewatch.
1: Oh, we, we could do it. We could hustle it through.
0: Yeah. And then Although it, it, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, I we'll just, look
0: at the schedule and see how often they replay it because we could like we could do that and then just podcast in the morning.
1: Or we could go live in the morning if that's better for everyone. You know what I mean? Like we there's no time on when we can like maybe that it'd be funner to go the next day. Yeah, Or let's put a poll out and see like when you guys would be able to watch like when you could be when you could join us.
0: Okay, we'll put a poll in the Facebook group. If you're not in there, join the Facebook group. Even if you're not on Facebook anymore, as a lot of people aren't, just create a fake one just for this. Vanderpump Rules Party, it's a private closed group, so you don't even have to mess around with the rest of Facebook. Just join it for this fun community. We'll put the polls up there, and maybe maybe we put a poll up in Patreon, too, because you don't have to be on Facebook to be in Patreon. So if you're anti-Facebook, you can go to the Patreon and poll there, and let us know what would be the best time zone so we can kind of accommodate everybody
1: yes totally
0: and maybe that makes maybe that means two sessions maybe we do an east coast one and then a west coast one mm-hmm. so okay well Sounds feel free good. to dm us vanderpump rules party on instagram or email us vanderpump rules party at com with suggestions or tips on this and or anything else you have to say yeah, give mean, us five stars, please. I yes. know so many of you have come out with
1: go- great reviews. Thank you so much. I feel like our rating has like gone up a little bit. So thank you so much. And um the number of emails that we got this week um either like complimenting our sound or saying like something's better or just saying like you guys are doing a great job. Like it it has been so awesome. I'm so again, I'm sorry I spiraled to create all that, but it has been wonderful. <laughs>
0: Well, no, we got nice emails about it, just letting us know. And so we were trying to, like, you know, fix things for that. And then it just happened to coincide with something else that brought attention to that. But, like, we do listen to your constructive emails and DMs when they're constructive and not just, like, hater Gatorade. Absolutely. You know? So thank you. Yes. We'll be back soon.
1: Yeah, we can't. Next week, OMG. And we'll be back before that, too. I have a feeling some ish is going to go down. So anytime anything happens, we will be back.
0: Yep. All right. Bye.
1: Bye.